Welcome to the Ignite Fitness Women's Business Virtual Platform. I am so honored to have been invited by Mel Tempest and the Women's Leaders Fitness Business Podcast. And you're here with me. We're doing virtual. I mean, is virtual the new live? I love it. How about you? We don't have to spend money traveling, booking a hotel, spending the money in a hotel. We get to keep all that extra money. Plus, we get to keep all the extra time. And you right now are in your home or wherever you are, in your car, walking the kid, whatever. And you get to do this in the comfort of your own home. Yay! This is so cool. And you know what? I also applaud you for making your health number one and being here and taking the time to learn what I'm going to go ahead and share with you today. And I'm kind of medical doctor that does stickers. I really believe that stickers lift everybody's mood. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a virtual sticker right now because I'm applauding you for being here live or, you know, on hashtag replay. It doesn't matter. Hi, I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor and founder of DrOnAMission.com. And I'm here to talk to you about exercise and your brain health and why this is so important. Exercise is so important for your brain health because your brain is another organ that needs to be taken very, very good care of. But before I do that, I'd like to share with you a little bit about my story. In 2013, I and my husband decided that I was going to give away private practice. I had been a GP since 1999. I moved from America in 2000 to New Zealand. And I thought, this is where we're going to be able to do medicine differently. However, in 2013, after studying functional medicine, which if you don't know what functional medicine is, all it is is integrative medicine. It's learning how to marry conventional medicine and, and integrative medicine together. And we look at the foundation, like what's, where are the cracks in your foundation? And that's functional medicine, working on the function, the foundation. So I had been studying that here in New Zealand because I realized after being here for about five years, I realized that New Zealand also did not have health care. We had disease management. So in 2013, I became bold and courageous, and my husband did too, thankfully, and we decided to give away private practice. So I was a medical doctor, a wife, a mother of two amazing teenagers, and a brand new entrepreneur. And I don't know about you, but I'd never been taught how to be an entrepreneur in my training especially in medical practice, in medical school. I was about 53 at that time. And about a year later, I started getting really anxious. And I started feeling very frustrated and hopeless. And what happened was I became so anxious. And when I get anxious, I don't sleep. And yes, I was perimenopausal. I was going through that time, but that did not come into the equation in my mind. And what happened was I went through night after night after night of only sleeping two, maybe three hours of sleep and then having to function completely the next day. 
that went on for 17 torturous nights. By the end of the 17 nights, I just wanted to take my life. I wanted it to be all over. And so I tried to take my life twice in three days. By the grace of God, that plan was interrupted by my daughter who came into the garage. My husband took me to the pastor, to my pastor, our pastor, and we all agreed that I needed to get help. And so I went to see the psychiatrist. And you know what? For a medical doctor to see a psychiatrist is frowned upon. I mean, we're supposed to be strong and courageous and not need any kind of mental health issues dealt with, but I did. And I surrendered completely. I was obedient. I surrendered completely to what the psychiatrist did. And thankfully he put me to sleep. I went to sleep for two weeks straight. He put me on an antidepressant and he said, Isabel, you're gonna need to be on this antidepressant for the rest of your life. And I thought to myself, hmm, we'll see about that. But I did what he asked me to do. And then what happened is over a five year period, I went on a intense journey of pivoting. I learned during that time that I needed to realize that there was a lot of things in my foundation. There were cracks in my foundation that, that needed to be repaired because that's what functional medicine is all about. And my husband and I spent enormous amounts of money and we made painful mistakes. But now I'm over on the other side. I'm joyful, I'm peaceful. And I have figured out what needs to be repaired in the foundation of people with anxiety and depression. And that's what I'm here for, is to help you if you are dealing with anxiety and depression, or if you just want to live a long, healthy, vibrant life full of energy and just be really sharp. Because it's all about waking up. So here's what I learned during that journey for me. And it may pertain to you. I was fat. Yes, I, my body fat was 30% and that's obese. And I'm, uh, I'm 166 centimeters. Plus I had a lot of belly fat. Plus I had prediabetes. Plus I had anxiety and depression. So I said, that's it. I'm pivoting and I'm going to fix this up. And when I am like that, I am like a dog on a bone and I do not let go until it's figured out. And so I figured it out and now I want to make my mess into a message of encouragement and hope for you if you are in that space. And if you're not, you might have some friends or family members that might be in that space and you might want to tell them about this. And now I'm not bragging, but I worked on it right now at 61 years of young age, excited about life. I am in my low, I'm in the other side of 25 percent body fat and I don't have belly fat. I don't have, I'm sorry, over, over on the other side of 25 body fat and I don't have any belly fat and I'm not pre-diabetic and I have learned how to stay away from the buffet of anxiety and depression and I'm no longer on antidepressants. But here's the deal. I needed that medication during that period. So I want to let you know that I'm not one of these doctors, medical doctors that bashes pharmaceutical medicines because there is a place for them. Okay. And I don't want anybody to feel ashamed if you're in that space.
So let's talk about your future. Let's cast vision. I've seen over a half a million people in my lifetime as a medical doctor. And I want you to think of where, imagine how you want to be now and 30 years from now. Do you want to be riddled with medical problems? Do you want to feel weak? Do you want to have to use a walker when you get older? Do you want to have broken bones because you've fallen because your thighs aren't strong enough? Do you want to be dependent on other people helping you out? And here's the deal. Do you want to not be able to do the horizontal tango later on in life? Hey, you know, it's your choice. Or do you want to be strong and fit and tone and sharp and having your mind in full capacity until your last breath and also avoid Alzheimer's? What's the answer? Do you want to live healthy and happy? Do you want to be strong in tone and doing the horizontal tango to your last breath? Is it yes or yes? your choice. <laughs> I know what I've chosen and I hope you come along with me to learn how you can have that wonderful rest of your life because you're in charge. You're the boss of your brain. So let's talk about the brain. The brain is an organ that needs to be taken care of and it's got blood flow like highways, little highways going to your brain. And you've got to have good blood flow going to your brain because if not, then you start having things like strokes, dementia, starting to exhibit Alzheimer's. So you want to make sure that we take care of those highways. And anything that damages your blood vessel flow damages your brain function. If you want a brain, if you want your brain to be healthy, and your mind sharp, and you wait awake during now in your life, then we need to do some work on protecting your blood vessels, okay? Now, I've got my notes here because if we don't have my notes, guess what? We'll be pinging all over the place. Now, my mentor, Dr. Daniel Amen, says, when you believe you have the power to change your brain, and change your life, you can improve blood flow to your brain and reduce symptoms of mental illness. Exercise can do that for you. So I'm going to talk to you about ways to that blood flow, blood, decreased blood flow happens to your brain. Drinking more than two cups of caffeine a day constricts your blood flow and you don't have that going to your brain. So I encourage you to not be drinking any more than two cups of coffee or two cups of, um, we, what do we call it here? Boot, boot, gum boot tea, which is like super strong tea. Make sure you're just having two cups of caffeine a day, okay? And that includes green tea. Having pre-hypertension or hypertension in midlife, which is in your 40s to 70s, decreases your blood flow. Also, erectile dysfunction. Men, if you are having erectile dysfunction, then look, let's just face it. Anytime you have a blood flow problem in your, in your body, especially in your penis, you got a blood flow problem to your brain. So we want to make sure we've got good blood flow 
everywhere so because that blood flow is full of nutrients it's full of oxygen it's full of it's full of kapow power that you need to stay alive and focused and like highly energetic in your life limited exercise and a sedentary lifestyle will decrease the blood flow to your brain smoking yes smoking and ingesting like chewing tobacco will cause decreased blood flow to your brain because you see nicotine constricts the blood vessel and that decreases blood flow pre-diabetes and type 2 diabetes what's the big deal with that how does that damage your blood flow well you see high levels of blood sugar which is what pre-diabetes and type 2 diabetes is and also type 1 diabetes what that does is it makes the blood vessels very um oh what's the word brittle and so the blood vessels break and if that highway is broken then it's going to take a while for the body to repair that highway and if that highway of blood is to your brain you've got to decrease blood flow so the key is keep your blood sugar levels controlled let me see excessive alcohol use gosh we live in a world where alcohol is like cool right well I'm not a fan of alcohol I restrict my alcohol use especially because I know it decreases the blood flow to our brain so let me ask you a question and you can go ahead and answer it <laughs> How many glasses of wine are there in a bottle of wine? Did you say two? Did I hear you say three? Well, the correct answer is seven. So the recommendation is no more than four to seven glasses of wine, not per day, not per two days, but per week. Okay. So that you've got good blood flow to your brain. Because you've only got one brain and you're in control of how smart and sharp you are. The next and the last one that I wanted to talk about is sleep apnea. Now sleep apnea is when we snore in our sleep. You see snoring is not normal. I know I've grown up in the medical in my medical training where sleep apnea was not a big deal unless you had a short neck and you were obese but there are thin people that snore and they need to be checked for sleep apnea and that's where you go to the hospital or you go to a clinic and you get checked for sleep apnea because if you've got sleep apnea that decreases your blood flow to your brain and increases your risk of Alzheimer's sorry I'm just the messenger so let's talk about a prescription for increasing blood flow to your brain. You okay with that? Cool. I recommend as your friendly doctor <laughs> here on this platform to build in regular physical exercise into your lifestyle. Why? Well, I've already been telling you about the importance of your brain and how it needs good oxygen and good nutrients, right? To stay functioning. And a review of the research of over 10,000 people showed that exercise is equivalent to hypertensive medication. So you can actually increase your exercise. Of course, you want to talk to your doctor and make sure that they've approved of you exercising and what type of exercise. Then guess what? You could be losing weight 
and come off your antihypertensive medication. And there's so many side effects to the antihypertensive medicine. So you make the decision. Do you want to exercise and feel great? Or do you want to have that extra weight and have that medication on board with its side effects? Your choice. I'm just giving you options and hope and helping you understand that you're in control. Now, the benefits of exercise for brain health also decreases anxiety and depression. And we live in a world of people taking too many antidepressants and they're not being told the benefits of exercise. And exercise has been one of the ways that it has healed me with my, with my struggle with anxiety and depression. That's why I'm sharing that with you. Now, I promised myself that I would not give up my exercise regime when I started Doctor on a Mission. And here's why. Because it helped me to stay far, far away from the buffet of anxiety and depression. I just got tired of feeling so sad and having problems sleeping. So to those struggling with anxiety and depression, I get that it is so annoying to have somebody say, you should try exercising, you should be exercising. But you know what? Here's the deal. It took me too many medicated years for me to just deal with that. And finally, I woke up and I said, nope. I want to come off my antidepressants. I'm going to start exercising and I'm so glad I did. And I encourage you to consider that for your life, okay? Did you know that just a hundred minutes a week, a hundred minutes a week will help the brain flow, the blood flow to your brain and help you feel better? Exercise and a healthy diet will decrease your brain age by 10 years. So if you're 60 and you start exercising 100 minutes a week, not a day, but 100 minutes a week, that's only 20 minutes, five days a week. Come on, you can do it. Don't tell me you don't have time. You got the time if you make the time. We all have 24 hours, right? So 100 minutes of exercise a week plus a healthy diet will decrease your brain age by 10 years. Hey, if you're 50, you could be having a brain of a 40 year old. If you're 60, you could have the brain of a 50 year old. You can do the math. You can figure it out. Okay. It also exercise also decreases developing depression. I wish I would have known that. I would have definitely done more exercise. It also improves problems sleeping with women who are perimenopausal. Now, women who are perimenopausal, perimenopause is about 10 years uh, before we go through menopause. And menopause is defined as not having your period for one year. And after that one year is over, then you are menopausal. Then you go on to the next part of your life, which is amazing, but you need to learn how to take good care of it. And that's another topic for another podcast, okay? Exercise also increases your hippocampus. I didn't say your hippopotamus, I said your hippocampus. And your hippocampus is in the back of your brain and it is part of the memory center. It's really important. The first thing to start shrinking when you don't exercise is your hippocampus and you start exhibiting problems with 
Memory, you forget where the keys are, you forget people's names, you forget words in the middle of a sentence. That's not normal. Just to let you know, that is not normal. Okay? All right. Don't let anybody say you're getting old. You don't have to get old. You can actually protect your brain. Your brain is an organ. You're in control of the blood flow. My recommendation is to increase your exercise. So here's Dr. Isabel's prescription for your life. You ready? Can I hear a drum roll? That wasn't a drum roll. I got my husband on the other side of the, uh, of the, of the camera. Go. Drum roll. <laughs> okay, that's a good drum roll. So number one, join a gym. Why? Because there's accountability. You can't do things by yourself. Life is not meant for you to be doing things on your own. There's accountability in a gym. Also, there's community. You get to sweat and grind and grunt with other people. You get to laugh with other people. Actually, you know what? You get to get high with those endorphins with other people. You get to smile with other people in a gym. It's amazing. You get to high five other people in a gym. So community is key. Also, mentorship. You get to get mentored on how to take care of yourself, how to lose the weight, how to get yourself toned and strong and healthy. Here's the deal. If you want to lose weight, get more muscle. Eat a healthier diet. Your muscle will burn fat while you're just sitting here. My muscle, my deltoid muscle and my thigh muscles are burning fat just when I'm talking here. What a deal. All I get to do is smile and laugh and have a good time with you and go sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. It's your life. I'm helping you cast vision for where you want to be, okay? It could take you a year. It could take you six months to get to where you want to get to, okay? And then you just travel along that road. Also, joining a gym, you get coaching. Yes, we all need a coach. I've got a coach. My husband's got a coach. We don't have a coach. We go off course. So join a gym. Find your tribe. We all need our tribe. And if you need any, if you need any help, ask Mel Tempest. I'm sure she can help you. Now, the second part of Dr. Isabel's prescription is walk 30 minutes every day as if you are late for an appointment. And what does that do? Well, it definitely gives you exercise, but more importantly, it increases this chemical in your brain called BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Don't worry, I'm not gonna test you on it, but that BDNF helps make connections in your nerves, in your neurons, which are nerves in your brain, so that you can start, so they can start talking to each other, so you can think better. So 30 minutes a day, walk as if you're late for an appointment. Then the last part of the prescription are squats. Did you know that good, strong thighs equate to a good, strong brain? Thigh strength equals brain strength. Yes. So, what do I do? Well, 
I do, and I'm not bragging, I'm just letting you know that I'm doing what I'm talking about and it's helping. I do 100 squats Monday through Friday. I do 20 of, you know, I do 20 of one, 20 of another, 20 of another, 20 of another, and 20 of another. You know, you can mix it up and that just helps me. And you feel stronger. My mom, who's 96 years young, living independently in Washington, D.C., get this, she was having problems getting into the shower because there's this big, this big wall that she has to step over and she would cut herself. So I said, Mom, are you thinking about squats? And she goes, no, I'm too old for that. And I go, no, you're not. So guess what I did? That's right. I sent her a big pack of stickers. And I said, Mom, I want you to consider, if you approve, to do 30 squats Monday through Friday. And after you've done the sticker, put a sticker on your thigh or put a sticker on your nose or put a sticker on your chest, whatever, and congratulate yourself. Well, guess what? Mom's doing it. And she says, Mamita, that's what she calls me. Mamita, she's Cuban. <laughs> she goes, Mamita, I feel fantastic. Thank you. I feel so strong now. And she's handing out stickers to everybody. So that's why I'm such a sticker doctor. But the key is get your thigh strong so you got strong brain, okay? So that's pretty much a wrap from me. I'm going to be landing this plane. We've all been in business class and I've been your hostess with the mostest about exercise and brain health. I told you a little bit about my story and how I'm way over on the other side now. And if you're in that area, you can do the same. You got the power. You can choose where you want to be 30 years from now. You can choose where you want to be starting tomorrow. It's your choice. I encourage you to cast vision of where you want to be. And I hope it's in a good, healthy, strong place, okay? Brain health is improved with exercise. Yes, and I want you to think that in your life. I know it's not easy. I don't like exercising every day. Do you think I like exercise? Do you think I like doing those squats every day? No, I don't. But I know where I'm going. I know what I want. I know my why. So make sure you got your why, okay? And it's baby steps, baby steps, okay? It's not quantum leaps. It's baby steps to get you to your goal. I want to thank Mel Tempest and the Ignite Fitness business women's virtual platform for inviting me. I feel so honored, so blessed. And to our sponsor, Koba B. Have a super fantastic day and remain unstoppable. Mwah. I hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.